Let's recite the prayers. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Narayanam Namaskritya Naram Chaivanarotamam Devim Saraswatim Vyasam Tato Jayam Mudirayet Shunvatam Svakata Krishna Punya Shravana Kirtana Rudayantastoi Abhadrani Vidinoti Suhutsatam Nashta Prayeshu Abhadreshu Nityam Bhagavata Saivaya Bhagavati Uttama Sloke Bhaktir Bhavati Naishtiki Om Agnyanati Mirandasya Agnyana Janashalagaya Chikshunun Miritam Nena Tasmai Shri Guravenama Mukam Karoti Vachalam Pangam Langayate Girim Yat Kripatamaham Vande Shri Gurum Dinataranam Jai Shri Lakopat Okay, so we'll just briefly review what we covered in the last session. Anybody of you were there? We covered like 24 and 25. You were there, Mataji? I most likely, but I don't remember anything. <laughs> I don't remember anything. Okay, so we'll just re try to read the verse and try to recollect a little bit. So we are discussing this section where Sutta Goswami is mentioning that, you know, Lord Sri Krishna is the most worshipable object. There could be many, like you know, dem demigods or maybe some some point of historic personalities or politicians or right forefathers. Mm -hmm. But among all of them, actually, best is to worship Lord Krishna. There are many benefits because first of all, he is the this is Satvatanu. He is the person in the mode of rather in charge of the mode of goodness, mm -hmm. and he is the one who can give us liberation. Mm -hmm. Right? No other demigods, none of the other forms also like Shiva and. Um, Brahma, they cannot give us liberation because they themselves are demigods. They are entangled. They are uh, they are entrapped in this material energy themselves. But Vishnu is above the material energy, so only he can give us liberation. So then, Prabhupada concludes that then actually Krishna is a source of Vishnu also. So why don't you worship Krishna directly? Right? That's what the whole section. We had like ten verses. We are discussing this. Now we'll complete that section. I think in this maybe uh, in couple of days. So, trend. So, what about uh, the expansions of Krishna? Yeah, Can they also give liberation. Yes, yes. All Vishnu Tattva. There are many expansions of Krishna. We discussed today actually. There are two primary categories of expansions. We'll discuss what's the difference and what are the definitions and things like that. But you know, the personal expansions, Swamsa ex expansions, they give liberation, but others they don't. So, we'll discuss that. So, we'll just review uh, 24 and 25. So in 24 is talking about um, you know how the different modes have the different effects. So there is a analogy of between smoke, wood, you find fire and compared to ignorance, passion and goodness. The first when the fire is kindled, there is first there is a raw wood, right? There is fire is inert inside it, but it's not manifesting. But when you start litting it, the little smoke is coming. After that, the real fire will come. So it's like that. Mode of ignorance is completely inert. There is no sense of godly, you know, God consciousness, nothing. There is nothing, uh, no awareness at all. You know, completely inert. But when there is passion, there is some kind of, uh, there is lot of, they are just roaming around trying to get some happiness everywhere, right? They are very active. And Prabhupada says, they have some sense of uh, God consciousness in the, in the sense of poetry, philosophy. They take more interest in those things. And they try to connect them with God, like that, <coughs> in some kind of sense. 
and above that is mode of goodness where real fire because of the real fire we can have sacrifices for fire sacrifices we need fire we can't just do with wood or smoke so similarly for uh, yagya for vishnu we need mode of goodness that's that's the analogy is talking about so and uh, only goodness can 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 help us come to realize absolute truth so minimally proper says you know in krishna consciousness we should elevate ourselves to the mode of goodness first that's why he said i have created this society to make brahmanas Now, there are so many societies who make vaishyas for example there are communities where they cultivate um, villagers right they make villagers they train them how to village how to take care of farm everything so there are societies for that there are societies who make kshatriyas like all this battlefield warriors everybody right they're training them to become military people there are societies who sikhism okay so they and there are some societies who make shudras like you know all these factory workers they make them sure make sure that you know they just do dog work right they're making shudras so proper said we need societies which make brahmanas there there is no society like that and he says our society is like that mm. krishna consciousness society is making brahmanas they making people coming to goodness and above that they are making people as vaishnavas so then uh, text number 25 is um, saying again that previous sages have actually rendered uh, service unto the uh, ball is listening <laughs> previous sages have rendered service unto the personality of god and because of his existence above the modes they worshiped him to become free from material condition and thus derive the ultimate benefit so similarly whoever follows such authorities they are also eligible, eligible from liberation so here this verse is talking about you know sages have had this understanding that vishnu is above the modes and they worshiping him will get us above the material contamination so they have followed that so you follow the path of the previous sages it's not something new is telling you know since time immemorial people have worshiped vishnu so that's what they are telling and uh, propat in the purport talks about this principle in devotional life about following the footsteps of mahajans the 12 primary mahajans we talked about that verse right like um, what is that verse we quoted that in the last uh, this thing narada kapilo janako like starts with that you know there are there are vayasaki and then um, yamaraja these are all 12 mahajans Whom uh, one has to follow in the mood of devotional service. So they sh- they tell us, you know, what's the way to approach the Lord. They tell us, and all these people have set us set an example to show that devotional service, pure devotional service unto the Lord, is a way to approach the Lord or realize the Lord. So if you see Bhishma Deva or you know Janaka or um, Narada or um, Dhruva Maharaj, Pralad Maharaj, these Mahajans, they have um, showed that. they have enacted themselves the pure devotional service and they have showed that's the way to approach vishnu so that's the path we are meant to follow in order to achieve the same goal as they have achieved so now we'll discuss 26 and 27 uh, s- coming to the similar lines again is talking about demigod worship and how uh, oh people who are serious about liberation they are not interested in demigods we'll see why they are and the next verse which talks about um, know how why people really approach demigods because they want some uh, temporary benefits so text number 26 we'll discuss 
So three points she mentioned. One is those who are serious about liberation, right? It's not for any people who are not serious. They can do whatever they want, but who are really serious, they have to choose the people who are going to give us liberation. And then at the same time, we should not be uh, disrespectful to other entities, including demigods. That's another point, because then we are offending the servants of the Lord. And they focus is on Vishnu. Three. These are the three points which are mentioned, which very nicely Sangeeta summarized. Okay. So then. Um, they are non india so let's discuss some of the points on purport um we'll read the last two paragraphs so before that we will read some of the points which other points which you made it from the notes so uh, first two points from the notes i collected from the proper's lectures one there is one lecture he called it as um, people are being killed mm-hmm. so in this lecture proper you are looking the notes right yeah i'm going there okay just click the no no oh, it's not there Yeah, home page only. Okay. Yeah. Go down little bit, then you'll see the first entry. Go down. Yeah, this one. Click that title. Click the title. You'll go to the PDF. Yeah. Okay. So the first point from the lecture we are discussing, Shri Prabhupada emphasized his whole lecture to talk about that. actually mumukshava this mumukshava means desiring to be liberated this concept nobody knows actually nobody none of the politicians none of the leaders nobody knows what is mean what is mean me, means liber, what liberation means and what how to get liberation nobody knows mm-hmm. he is talking about this point and basically from the whole lecture i could get the essence how shila propas compassion again he is saying you know people are misleading it's blindly misleading blind right like if you follow a blind person you will also you know you will also fall in the ditch yeah so it's like that uh ando what is this yeah versus there nargam prawlar maharaj makes one verse to say this term like you know blind blind leading blind so he was compassionate you know there is a great need for education propad was telling you know that's why we are building this society and krishna consciousness movement and lord chaitanya you know we have to come up to this knowledge and help others that's what propad is saying See, for us, from the day one, within five six minutes, five six months, actually, we get to hold, get to know everything. We we'll get to know where we are, what is the purpose of life, right? You know what we are meant to do in order to achieve that purpose. Everything is very clear for us. But there are so many people who don't have this knowledge. They don't even get a scratch of this whole thing. No, that's a proper thing. There is no great need for this education. You know, generally, in general, you know, we should train our kids. We should tell whoever we approach. We should somehow. give this knowledge and then help them um so unfortunately these people are in a very um, influential positions their leaders 
like you know they are government heads so what naturally whatever they do you know based on their consciousness they will set rules for example they will say okay free illicit connection or they will say no free sex without marriage you know gay sex everything this is what they are permitting because what consciousness they have what what uh, rules they have it's see so unfortunate um so one incident shri prabhupada is narrating in his lecture he said that there was in 1950 or something uh, he was asked to speak about in a conference about gandhi they were having some conference about peace non violence and prabhupada was asked to speak about non violence he was so bold prabhupada took the mic and he started saying he first defined what is non violence non violence means whenever there is an somebody is allowed to enter a particular place you know he has a right to enter but you stop from that one that is violence mm-hmm. let's say i am allowed to enter a particular country because of visa but somehow somebody stops then it's violence yeah. you know you are not allowing him the right he has access for being a hurdle itself exactly you are being a hurdle to his freedom mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. he's saying first he defined that is violence and then you know what he says he says all of you public leaders these people have taken human birth all these people and they have a great opportunity to liberate themselves by taking to devotion service but all of you people leaders are misleading them and making them materialistic mm-hmm. and you are losing them the opportunity to liberate it get liberated so actually what non violence you are doing you are committing greatest violence mm-hmm. he told like that you know what you are talking you are making conference about non violence actually you are doing greatest violence he said that up front you know in this conference about in front of all of them I was thinking, you know, it's a very. Um, yesterday also we were discussing Bhagavad Gita, same non-violence Prabhupada is defining. So Shri Prabhupada, if you see, read Prabhupada books after some time, you'll get to know that all the terms which we used to know, their definitions, will be redefined. You know, what is non-violence? What is chastity? What is purity? Everything, we'll get a Krishna conscious definition. What is happiness? What is happiness? <laughs> yesterday we were reading. You know, what happiness and distress Shri Prabhupada defines? Happiness is. Whenever something is favorable for Krishna consciousness, that is happiness. happiness. Whenever something causes hurdle in our Krishna consciousness, that is distress. It's Krishna-centric definitions, yeah. right? So that's why you know so he never happiness, happiness is whatever is helping us advance in Krishna consciousness gives us happiness. Like for example, if you get association suddenly, association of Guru Maharaj, association of devotees, then that happiness which you experience, which is bringing you closer to Krishna, is transcendental happiness, real happiness. but otherwise okay if you go to movie or go to shopping whatever the happiness it's very uh, you know temporary. Uh, temporary right it's going to go away so that's not real that's why you know he's defining so that's how he defines non violence non violence means if you stop somebody from their journey in their li- path of liberation mm. like say it they may be any any place like for example some people they connect to god by doing dmd md demigod worship that's the level they are at but if you stop that you know saying you know oh this is wrong this is bogus what you are doing you should worship vishnu and they are not at that state to do it and you make them completely bewildered by saying that then we are stopping them actually we are causing causing violence oh. you see the point there there is a purpose for them we got worship we'll come to discuss that you know there are it's meant to be done by certain people who don't have faith to directly approach vishnu mm-hmm. right so we cannot uh, unnecessarily disturb them like that you know so that's why we should be very so wherever they are at we should not stop their journey in their liberation towards the liberation if you stop them then we are committing violence yeah then so if you are trying to convert 
like maybe you are trying to direct them to Vishnu also is it confidence then at that time also yeah that's why we should see based on how they are situated you know whether they are ready to take it up we we'll, we have to see judge we should be very careful about that otherwise we may just bewilder them disturb them because there's so many christianities like they are trying to convert yeah proper the clearly said actually we are not meant to convert, convert he is saying we are teaching them everyone to love god you know christians also there's a bona fide way to love God. God yeah. Jesus Christ is son of God. Because they are just is to convert Hindus to Christianity. Whatever they do it doesn't matter. Proper said you we are telling them to be a better Christian. That's yeah. what he said. Yeah. No, so it's not about converting. Okay, so then he said these people they uh, leaders they think liberation is about liberation in terms of politics. Okay, now my country got independence. Now, you know, I got new state. That's yeah. what is they think liberation. But that is that end, that's going to end the problems. we have an incident about shila prabhupada right remember in the initial conversation he had with his, with this guru first conversation how did he meet bhakti siddhanta i like what i first meeting you know he went right his friend said okay there is a say sadhu you know let's go meet he said no 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 i met enough sadhus i know these are all bogus i'm not going to come he said no 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 these are different let's go so he went he bowed down as he is rising he immediately gave instruction you are an english speaking man you go and preach about uh, krishna consciousness the yeah, very first visit he was very first gave he gave it but then uh, then proper had a doubt he already part of shri proper was part of gandhi movement because that, that was it. that's when mm-hmm. it was uh, yeah. it was mm-hmm. uh, starting and we didn't have independence yet so then immediately he went and he challenged him you know what are you, what are you talking about krishna consciousness first we should we should get independence without that without having freedom how can we tell yes. about our culture to others Mm-hmm. we ourselves are enslaved enslaved mm-hmm. then if we st- come to others and say you know oh, you follow our culture how will they listen your culture has made you slave right your culture didn't protect you from becoming slave mm-hmm. right what authority what how will people listen to us that's what we'll, it's a very good argument actually mm-hmm. if you see like that mm-hmm. very good argument propad gives then should uh, bhakti siddhantan said very clearly you know these things are not going to stop politics today somebody is under somebody today somebody is under somebody no. today some minister some minister somebody else some things will change but the problems of life will never change nobody is going to solve these problems krishna consciousness is going to solve these problems of life and there is the urgent need for spreading krishna consciousness yeah, he said that india will get liberated sooner or later ha uh, it's always yeah. going to get freedom you focus on krishna consciousness yeah. on giving yeah. krishna consciousness. so it's very nice so that you know that's what he said this but leaders we don't understand they think it's about freedom freedom or you know something like that but actually krishna consciousness is above all this and it's a very urgent need to help you know understand and to share this knowledge the next point from the lecture proper emphasizes on this term anasuyave anasuyava being non envious you can share it being non envious this also um, is mentioned here that this is a very important quality again for devotional service right krishna also says in bhagavad gita i am revealing this knowledge to you arjuna because you are non envious and you are my friend this is a very primary qualification to understand the subject matter about krishna so what point shri prabhupad gives us we can read this point one has to be free from envy to accept krishna as the supreme second those who are envious of krishna worship demigods okay we can pause so these two points are very very crucial you know he is saying only when we are free from envy actually we can accept krishna as supreme otherwise we can accept so many other people as supreme but whenever we accept somebody else other than krishna as supreme it's an indication of our envy towards the lord see the point basically we don't want that position to be given to krishna 
we want somebody else whom we think you know very favorable favorable to us who will give us benediction things benediction. like that we thought we wanted them to raise to the pedestal it's about pol- politics right there are multiple leaders they are trying to get their votes but we want only particular leader whom we think you know they are going to help us we want that, that person to rise other people we don't care we are envious towards other people right same thing so we so this very very strong point shall proper is saying so if at all we have an inclination towards the god worship we have a feeling or some kind of lack of faith in krishna proper is saying very clearly that actually is envy towards krishna see envy is so subtle actually because what happens why i am emphasizing this is once we start taking up krishna consciousness because we are at least seemingly we are trying to surrender to krishna we want to chant his name we want to you know glorify him so many things so we uh, we will feel like you know where do i have envy for krishna i have so much love for krishna that i am doing everything for him right where is my envy okay initially i had envy i know that but now i am taking up devotional service where is my envy so how does the envy manifest in devotee's life this is one incident that if at all there is some inclination towards worshiping other people other than krishna that's one manifestation of envy other manifestation of envy is envy towards devotees of the lord mm. when we see somebody glorified or somebody uh, you know being uh, uh, being worshiped or somebody being uh, you know being the center some other devotee somebody has certain qualities recognition somebody has certain qualities somebody can speak well somebody can sing well somebody can distribute books well some position something happens and we feel envious towards devotees that's actually envy towards the lord because whatever anybody manifests is nothing but a reflection from the lord it's lord's empowerment because of that only they are manifest it's not their own endeavor right lord is pleased with them that he is giving them the opportunity to for his own service <coughs> he is making them glorified in a particular area so that people can get to know about that person and get take advantage of devotion service so it's a lord mercy upon them so if you are envious towards that particular aspect that actually that means we are saying krishna you did a bad job why did you select that person to be a good speaker why did you select that person to be a book distributor why no not me, why not me no you did a wrong choice you are so we are challenging krishna actually you know it's very very subtle so subtle so so it's very evident very clearly whenever whenever we feel envious towards devotees we can immediately see i didn't at all you know remove this anartha in my heart okay so this another uh, incident she proper tells like envy comes from false ego no uh, envy is the root cause right why we when came why we fell down so yeah. because of that we be uh, maya covered us with false ego by which we identify uh, this body as <coughs> i am mm-hmm. so the root is envy mm-hmm. root is envy so it's coming because it, there is no reason it's just because we don't want krishna to be in the center so like if you have to purify yourself okay, how? to purify so do you have to purify a false ego no we have to develop love? love for the lord mm-hmm. so envy is opposite to love right so for example when you have let's say child or there are many people in this class something you know but if you will feel you will feel very happy when your child pro- progresses well he gets a first grade mm. but when some other child does it you don't like it mm. somebody is envious mm. right because you love your child you will want your child to be successful but you don't like other persons to be successful because you are envious towards them mm. so when you have that love you, there is no feeling of competition like let's say within family members right if husband scores well in his uh, uh, let's say between two people there are two people working in the same uh, company peers let's say two girls 
But if somebody gets a promotion, other person doesn't get, you may feel some little bit, you know, oh, why she got it? I also did the same work, I didn't get it. Maybe there's some feeling like that. But let's say husband and wife, they work in the same company. But husband gets promotion, wife doesn't get. Will the wife feel like that? No. She'll feel, oh, wow, my husband got Maybe it. The husband will feel, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, because why? Because of the love. Because there's a love, you want to, you feel it's part of your family. If you share the success. You don't try to cut it off because of the love. So when we love, the way to see, uh, reduce envy is to develop that love comp comparatively. So whenever we feel I'm still envious, we should try to uh, increase our in devotional service to Krishna. You know, oh, I still some, I have so much more to do, I still have so much envy, I still have so much lust and still have so much greed. You know, oh, I have so much more to do for Krishna. So when we fall down, isn't it false ego that because the first how it comes is I want to enjoy it, Yes. Right? So Krishna, is, we see Krishna as enjoyer and yes. we get envious of him. Mm. So we say, you know, why not me? Mm. So isn't that f manifestation of false ego that comes first? No, first is envy. That the feeling is envy, right? Yeah. Like in envy. envy. Feeling is envy because you your false ego has started manifesting. How will that yes, envy give? Yes, that's true. Yeah, both of them. A false ego is that... I, that yeah, I uh, comes. Yeah. As soon as that I comes, that envy comes towards Krishna. That you know, no, Mataji, why in, in other classes also, yeah. what they said is envy and the desire to enjoy separate from, separate the from Krishna. These are the two things that actually put us in this material world. And and in order to enjoy ourselves, we cannot really enjoy independent of Krishna. Then this false covering gave it to us so that we forget him and we think we are the we are the controllers. That's what I heard from yeah, the Prabhupada. Yeah, that's, that's um, what it is. Yeah. So, Basically, even if when we had the envy towards the Lord, still we had the spiritual body. Mm. So there is no, like, no, this body right now, mm. at that time. Mm. So, you know, the f I'm talking about, it all happens instantaneously, but if you want to, you know, if you want to go fine grain as to, like, what happens when. Mm. So first, when there is, a f even in the spiritual body, like, I'm one of the gopis or one of the cows, I see Krishna being glorified. Immediately, I, in that body, I feel, why Krishna, why not me? And immediately, I'm sent out of this spiritual world and immediately I start falling down while falling I cannot exist in the spiritual body I cannot I want to enjoy independent of the Lord I cannot do that in this spiritual body in that so that's why there's a covering uh, Maya has two shaktis one is covering potency one is throwing potency she throws into the material world and she covers us with this material modes such a way that we forget who we are and then first thing it does is the soul tries to identify itself with the body that's the false ego so two types of ego one is you know Real ego is identifying ourselves as servant of Lord. Mm -hmm. That's what we have in spiritual world. False ego is to identify ourselves to be this enjoyer and this body. Yeah. So when Maya covers uh, the living soul, like no, because of the envious, right? So then how it again enhances the that soul? Like only when it surrenders again? Yeah. So only when we start surrendering more and more, Maya will slowly, re no, help us get free. Yeah. Takes that Maya away from you once we start. Yeah. So, all this is a cycle also, right? Lust, anger, greed, and something like that is one of the. These are six enemies within the heart. These are six enemies within the lust, anger, greed, um, pride, illusion, and false ego. These are six enemies. All of us have to conquer. Beyond all these enemies of all these things which we need to control, like you know, controlling our senses, controlling our mind, these are things we are trying to work Even on. These six senses but beyond that, these yeah. things are the you know, greatest mm -hmm. things which we need to strive for. Mm -hmm. After some time, we start thinking, start, it becomes evident to us, you know, okay, see, I have to work on lust, I have to work on envy, I have to work on greed. 
these so are things because of the condition right only only this of condition discussion about that Uh, uh, what is like last time I agree that compared to the six sons of Devaki also yeah that's right yes yeah. 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 so you can you cannot conquer once you conquer this then you go to Krishna, Krishna. yes correct Balram yeah. and Krishna yeah yeah Okay, so continuing further, Shri Prabhupada now talking about we are talking about this expansions, right? This is the, this is related to the purport. Then Shri Prabhupada, we can read this point, Madhuri. Point number three, you can read. Lord Sri Krishna. Oh, and talking about this example, Shri Prabhupada tells. Yeah. yeah. So he says that yeah, envy of Krishna. So he says in Indians when we approach and say, okay, Krishna is the supreme, we worship Krishna. Then in Indians, some Indians will say, oh, why Krishna? Why not Rama. Kali? Rama is okay. So still Vishnu, but they say why not Kali? You know Kali is very active. She does so many things. Why not Kali? Yeah, Then Prabhupada immediately said, yeah. this is because of envy for Krishna. They cannot accept Krishna because they are envious of Krishna. Mm-hmm. So that's the incident. Okay, we can read this. Lord Sri Krishna expands himself into two different categories, namely integrated plenary portions and separated parts and parcels. Integrated plenary portions, swamsha. Separated parts and parcels. Vishnu Tattva and Jeeva Tattva as powerful as the original form of the personality of Godhead we do not have unlimited power all Vishnu forms Jeevas and Demigods award liberation cannot award liberation mm. ok so this is all proper they represented in a paragraph so I just put it in a you know, tabular form which is very easy to follow Yeah, so the point is, uh, are we talking about expansions, right? Who can give liberation? Sangeeta was asking. So the integrated plenary portions or Swamsha expansion, personal expansions of the Lord, they can give liberation. But whereas Vibhinnansha or separated part and parcel of all of us and the demigods, mm-hmm. they are very tiny living entities. They cannot give liberation. Okay, continuing further. One should never classify. One second. Okay. Yeah. One should never classify the Vishnu Tattvas. in the same categories with the parts and parts parcels if anyone does so he becomes at once an offender by the name partial so that's what you know we cannot bring vishnu down to the level of jeeva jeeva tatva see there are two ways we can offend the lord either we can bring him down to our level or we can raise somebody up to his level hmm. see the point both of them are offenses to the lord hmm. now he has his unique position nobody can come to that level so that these are two types of offenses so if we say you know all the demigods are equal to vishnu we may think oh we are being respectful to demigods you know we don't want to offend them but actually we are offending lord and they are also getting offended because they don't want to be treated like lord so and these are called in sanskrit there is a term called pashandi actually it means atheist we are atheistic okay so continuing further based on so then why we have demigod worship that's a question then you know if demigods are not to be worshiped then why we should bewilder people by even giving them the path right that's a question somebody mm-hmm. may ask right why even have this whole this gamut of so many demigods worship all this <coughs> so that's the point you know vyasadeva has written this vedas in such a way that because there are so many people different different levels of attachments and psychophysical nature and different situations and things like that so they cannot immediately take up vishnu worship directly there are so many attachments 
so to them to give them a gradual path of gradual detachment he created this whole system of demigod worship where they can for example somebody who is attached to eating meat they they are given certain prescribed rules like okay particular day of when a month you go offer a goat to kali you say this prayers and then no after that you eat meat so, so because of otherwise unrestrictedly they will eat meat just imagine when compared to unrestrictedly eating meat by giving such a regulation they are making little progress mm-hmm. right <clears throat> like that so then gradually they will feel little bit they feel okay 15 days you can stop eating meat okay maybe one month i can stop mm-hmm. like that gradually they can little bit get detached and elevate themselves and in that when they offer the goat they say prayer in sanskrit i don't know how many people will know the name meaning in english but the prayer they say is how many ever times there are hair in the body in the body of this animal that many times i will be born as that animal and i will be killed that's a prayer they say <laughs> oh my god so they without knowing without, yeah they know that's a prayer actually they're saying so somebody who is intelligent they will ask the pujari you know what prayer i'm saying then when they understand this then it's like oh why am i doing this you know i don't want to do this exactly <coughs> so so they know there is karma involved and you know so translate though right even yeah. the person doesn't know yeah. this is the prayer you're trying to say <laughs> so so that's the that's the system basically that's the that's the purpose of that system vedic system or rather you know sacrifices he created but then another point is these sacrifices are not meant for a person who is above this system what i meant to say is for example there are different grades in the school first grade second grade third grade right in a particular age of a child based on that he is qualified to sit in a particular grade but it doesn't mean you know a person who is qualified to go to high school he will start learning from first grade again he's already learned it and he's above that so people who are qualified to ready and ready to worship vishnu and ready to give up meat eating everything they should not go back and say oh in vedas it's recommended to do the sacrifice and eat meat i'm going to follow that that's a lower principle see the point that's a lower principle for a people who cannot take up the higher principles but we should not go down and start following the principles we will not do it but i'm just telling we cannot say you know oh i want to follow every rule in the vedas so that's also one rule i want to follow that mm-hmm. right we can be at a situated at a higher level where higher rules apply to us because we are in karma kanda exactly yeah yeah yes yes yeah so that's the point <coughs> so then now for the stabler form we'll uh, understand what shila prabhupada is talking about how what are the modes of worship for different people in different modes so we can read this table material mode object of worship ignorance kala bhairava smashana bhairava shani makha mahakali and chandika so ignorance people worship fashion mm. brahma shiva surya ganesha and many similar deities goodness vishnu tatvas ராமாக்கியம் தே ஆல்சோ வர்ஷிப்ட் 
ಸುಪ್ರೀಮ್ other reason other reason which our vaishnava acharyas mention is that lord wants to glorify his devotee you know he wants to especially in the incident where gopis wanted to have krishna as, her hus- as their husband then krishna said you worship kartyani and she will give you the benediction by which i can be your husband there he wanted to give a particular jurisdiction authority to his 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 servant kartyani saying you know okay i gave this permission to her you know i want to give some service to my devotee you go and worship her and if she is pleased she will give you the benediction it's like that if something like my manager if he wants to train me or something he will ask his subordinate you go ask steve and get come yeah yeah like yeah that. exactly so. yeah that's a very good point yeah that somebody who is a little bit higher but yeah. at the same time at the same time he accepts the other person's uh, like and you go and talk to him and then later yeah 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 very nice very nice point yeah so that's the point so in case of Ra- uh, rama worshiping shiva <coughs> that's another way you know because Sh- shiva is so ardently worshiping the lord <coughs> lord also is worshiping his devotee actually worshiping me not in the sense of you are the supreme everything yeah. but in the sense of loving exchange yeah. that's the point actually actually another i was trying to remember because i also had this question another point was that arjuna for instance worshiped also right so basically the point was that he was not at the level of full surrender at that time mm-hmm. so that's mm-hmm. the reason arjuna was worship till the point when sir when he's when krishna said sarva dharman paritajya mm-hmm. right after that he did not expect arjuna to go and worship demigods mm-hmm. but till then he was not fully surrendered so he used to worship demigods mm-hmm. so yeah that's yeah. the reason it's there in scriptures mm-hmm. okay <coughs> okay <coughs> okay now the another point related to the purport is the candidates for liberation direct reject the, the candidates for liberation deliberately reject the worship of the demigods although they have no disrespect for any one of them mm. knowing the demigods to be different servitors of the lord they have all respect for them even though they may look even though the, they may look ghastly like kala bhairava or mahakala yeah so that's the point devotees also should make sure they don't offend the demigods also because they have particular they are also servants of the lord so you know we have to respect everyone with respect to their position related to the lord we cannot artificially elevate them we cannot artificially condemn them right that's the point we should respect them appropriate to their position that's the way best way to give them honor so my uh, i wanted to share my incident when i came to krishna consciousness one year after that when we visited india so we had a badrakali temple in marangal many of you may know so that's a common every time we used to visit in from my home with my so when i came from india that's a time you know usually parents take you to pilgrimage places and things like that. they said okay let's go to there but by the time i knew you know i should worship only vishnu all those things so i was hesitant you know should i even go you know why but at the same time my parents don't understand no i didn't want to argue and fight all those things so like okay let's go because they, i was also told that you can worship them respect to their position 
So I went there. My parents also praying. I was also praying. But I was praying, you know, please re- relieve me so that I can serve my Lord. <laughs> you know, let me go. Let me go from your clutches so I can serve my Lord nicely. So that's the prayer I did hold through that time. But you know, but my parents it didn't affect them. You know, there is no fight argument, and they felt you know, okay, she's also my obedient child. <laughs> but I was praying something else. So that's a good that's a good way to do. Of of course, you know, if you can, if you don't have to do such a thing, that's very very good actually. But if you have to do it, there's a way we can do it in a way that it's socially acceptable. Yeah. Okay. So the next point, they concentrate only. So why the they reject demigods? Because next point, they concentrate. They concentrate only on the forms of Vishnu because they are serious about liberation from the material conditions. Vishnu and none else can bestow upon us mukti, liberation, and is therefore called mukti pada. The demigods, like other living entities in the material world, are all liquidated at the time of the annihilation of the material structure. Yeah, once Mataji was, Divyadashi Mataji was asking. Right, all the Brahma, everybody will yeah. be liquidated. Yeah. The demigods can award the worshippers some temporary benefit only, and not the ultimate one. Yeah. So this one. Um, so dem- we know, right? The results which demigods can give are temporary, only within this realm, whatever they can give. So the incident we discussed in the last session was very nice example of uh, Prabhupada was giving about a prison house. There are mm. so many prisoners, and there is a superintendent of police, somebody in charge of the prison house, and there is government which decided that a person has to go to the prison. So, if somebody pleases the superintendent, you know, by good behavior, everything, and superintendent knows that okay, this person is is good, you know, is reforming, then at best, what superintendent can do is to give him some better facilities. He can say, okay, instead of cutting, instead of breaking stone, you type this form for me. You know, you sit in office and work for me instead of cutting the stone, right? Some facilities he can give like that. He can sit in a chair rather than sitting in a hot sun and breaking the stone. But at the same time, the superintendent doesn't have authority to relieve him completely from the prison house, mm. right? Only government can do. So that's the example Prabhupada is giving that these demigods, you know, they can at least best give us some facilities, give us a big, big house and you know maybe beautiful wife and child and so many things which are only within this life, which are which are going to extra expire after this life. But they cannot completely get us out of this cycle of birth and death. Very very nice analogy, right? Everything so perfect. Mm. And even yeah. in mm. in our scriptures, in many places, it is like Brahma can only give a certain benediction. Shiva can only give certain yeah. benediction. No one can really. The I mean, in many instances, they cannot relieve. Them exactly. The yeah. Completely. Yes. Yeah. yeah, that's the incident. We'll talk at the next point. They are themselves unable to get liberation, and what to speak of giving liberation to their devotees. Yeah. So the incident we discussed about um, how Hiranyakashipu he did so many austerities and penances, and he asked Brahma, "Give me liberation." Then Brahma said. No, I myself, I cannot. I'm li- not liberated. I cannot give you. No, I can give you only what I have. Demigod worship is once again. So that, that's the that's the problem, you know. This this reminded me of an incident where um, this um, Arjuna with, with Pandavas, right? Krishna is subordinate to his devotees, right? Or you know, willingly he subordinates himself to his devotees. So once in a while, in some heroic spirit or something, Arjuna or Pand. Or Brahma or somebody, they challenge. You know, okay, if you don't, if you, this doesn't happen, I'm going to die. Or this doesn't happen, I'm going. To, they make challenges like this. In Krishna, Arjuna, I think once he did before sunrise, I'm going to do certain thing. I'm going to kill Dorona or somebody. I don't know what is. He made a promise. 
then Kisha comes to him and he said, why do you make such stupid promises without asking me? <laughs> no, I am the one who is going to facilitate all this. Without my, without my intervention, he cannot do anything. And yeah. you didn't even ask me and you make promise and I have to help you fulfill your promise. Because I cannot let my devotees <laughs> go in vain. <laughs> no, what I'm, why it reminded me is like, you know, Brahma could also say, okay, I will give you liberation. And then he will oblige Krishna to, you know, Brahma, why do you make this stupid, you know? <laughs> He actually, he, he said that, said like that to, uh, where? Um, yeah, same thing. He said to Brahma only, when he gave this blessing to Kriyanikashipu, that he cannot die inside, outside, everything, right? <laughs> he made it, complex. He, made it complex. complex. he said, you know, you gave, I have given you some authority. Why you are going beyond it and giving some extra, extra benedictions to your devotee? You know, better you see the consequence of your benediction, you watch out. He warned him actually. And he said, okay, my sir, oh my lord, I'm, okay, I will be careful from now on. <laughs> Chastised him actually. Yeah. So continuing further, uh, demigod worship is meant to. Is meant to elevate lowest class of men who are attached to sense enjoyment. Otherwise, there is no necessity. Yeah. So we talked about there is a role for demigod worship. It's meant for people who cannot come to Vishnu because they are still attached to sense enjoyment. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, there is no need. It's not needed. Yeah. That's why ISKCON is called Krishna Consciousness instead of God Consciousness. So very nice incident in this lecture, Srila Prabhupada gives this particular story. We saved it as a story. Many times we heard this, you know, but I never got the source of it. So Prabhupada was telling, when initially Prabhupada was trying to coin the name for the society, instead of, he made this International Society for Krishna Consciousness, all this um, other devotees uh, were telling, you know, why Prabhupada Krishna, nobody knows in US, you know, we should call it God Consciousness, so it's generic and many people can get attracted and things like that. said, no, it has to be Krishna, it has to be very clear. Who is God? We know who is God, why we should make it up, you know. But in this uh, lecture, Prabhupada was telling, you know, why he said like that. He said, if you say God, then people will say, oh, this God, that God, this God. So many are gods, right? Okay, Kali is God, now Ganesha is God, this God, everybody comes. Yeah. Right? He doesn't want all this. He said, just Krishna, only Krishna. And then he gives, uh, said, he makes a statement that because only Krishna can save you. All the other people cannot save you. So he said, you. that's why I want to give them Krishna. So come to Krishna and you will be saved. Mm-hmm. He says. So he didn't want to see how, uh, how wonderful he is. He didn't want to compromise. He didn't want to, for the sake of popularity or getting people, he didn't want to cheat us. Right? Just by the name itself, we know who is God. It's very clear. So it's the Supreme. Yeah. Then some. T- oh, maybe I should not talk. I'll talk later. Okay. <laughs> so we'll continue with the next verse then. We are running late, I think so. Yeah. Twenty-seven. Rajasthama prakrutaya samashi. Oh, sorry. Rajasthama prakrutaya. Rajasthama prakrutaya samashi lavajanti vai. Samashi lavajanti vai. Pitrabhuta praje. Praje sadain, Praje shadain, Sri Aishwarya Praje Sava, Sri Aishwarya Praje Sava. Those who are in the modes of passion and ignorance worship the forefathers, other living entities, and the demigods who are in charge of cosmic activities. For they are urged by the desire to be materially benefited with women, wealth, power, and progeny. So, some of the points here from the verse. From the translation, you mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like people who want any material or desires to be fulfilled, those people go to demigods. Demigods. 
and primarily they are situated in what modes uh, in mode of uh, passion or ignorance ignorance yes okay that one and yeah because they want all this material benefits yeah very nice so it's very clearly mentioned people who are mostly dominated by passion ignorance they try to they get influenced by their these desires and they want to get it quickly and they approach demigods so we'll come to so you know proper makes it very clear how even then we don't need to approach demigods because so we can when, approach uh, when demigods give the benedictions to the people who are in mode of passion ignorance so won't they misuse the power and become destruction cause destruction yeah that's why that's what happens that's what happens right in any case you that's why conditions and all yeah Yeah, once you get the benediction you don't know what the power will make of you right yeah, you can do we can be good or it can be bad okay so let's read uh, some of the points those who are influenced by those who are influenced by modes of passion and ignorance desire women wealth power and progeny those in the mode of goodness desire liberation mumukshava a devotee does not want anything he simply wants to be a faithful servant of krishna मम जन्मनी जन्मेशर भक्तिपल लॉर्ड चैतन्य महाप्रभु ऑल्सो सो बेसिकली द वेरी स्ट्राइकिंग डिफरेंस इज द पीपल इन द मोड ऑफ पैशन एंड इग्नोरेंस दे डिजायर ऑल दिस आई वॉन्ट दिस आई वॉन्ट दिस आई वॉन्ट दिस बट डिवोटी एक्चुअली प्योर डिवोटी और सिंसियर डिवोटी हि कम्स टू द कंक्लूजन दट आई रियली डोट वॉन्ट एनीथिंग इन दिस वर्ल्ड आई जस्ट वॉन्ट टू सर्व द लॉर्ड Chaitanya Mahaprabhu says, "I just nadanam nachanam nasundari." Same things, these three things which the passionate, ignorant people want. Proper uh, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu saying, "Nadanam, na janam nasundari." Right? Same things he's saying. No, no, no. <laughs> I see. Very nice, right? <laughs> so so the devotees are in for devotional service. They are in goodness or pure goodness. Yeah, Shuddha Sattva. Shuddha Sattva. Yeah, for mode of goodness also they don't have so much. They mode of goodness is primarily you know dutiful. I just want to do my duty. I don't want no like that. You know, it's yeah, just knowledge, happiness, and sharing satisfaction. satisfaction. Yeah. So they don't they don't have really had this hankerings and so many th- longings like all the passion people or ignorance people have. So they just they are just satisfied, but that's not good enough. So we should rise above that also. We have to come to Shuddha Sattva where. we are very clear and very um, no very focused on achieving krishna <coughs> otherwise we can be satisfied in being in god of goodness yeah. we can go on life after life but yeah. we will not get liberation but when we begin devotional service usually we are in goodness right like when we came to krishna consciousness yeah. we were in passion ignorance right <laughs> but then we gradually you know yeah we gradually ascended yes we came to goodness yes. and uh, then basically yes. our devotional service yes. progressed or whatever yes. so isn't that because when i do book distribution when i talk to people that's how i tell them this is ignorance this is passion but to do self realization you have to come to goodness yes that's a good point so it's now that pure goodness is maybe something very hard like yeah. sanyasis yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah yeah pure goodness yes but we are yes. more or less in goodness yes yes you are we are trying to be um, in shuddha <laughs> yeah okay so 
ఫర్స్ట్ <laughs> 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 Like that. <laughs> <laughs> okay so the next point if one is serious about going back to godhead if one is serious about going back to godhead there is no need to worship demigods those who are mad after material enjoyment approach the different demigods for temporary benefits which are meant for men with a poor fund of knowledge yeah so this verse in bhagavad gita krishna says right kamashtashter hitagnana hitagnana um ప్రపద్యంతే అన్య దేవత హిసెస్ ఇన్ పీపుల్ విత్ పోర్ ఫండ్ ఆఫ్ నాలెడ్జ్ ఆర్ లో ఇంటెలిజెంట్ పీపుల్ దే వర్షిప్ డెమికాన్స్ హృతజ్ఞాన యా కంటిన్యూయింగ్ యాక్చువల్ మోస్ట్ ఆఫ్ కాన్స్ ఆర్ రిపీటింగ్ యా దట్స్ ఇట్ మోస్ట్ యా ఇట్స్ ఆల్వేస్ లైక్ దట్ మెటీరియల్ ఎంజాయ్‌మెంట్ షుడ్ బి యాక్సెప్టెడ్ ఓన్లీ అప్ టు ది పాయింట్ ఆఫ్ ది బేర్ నెసెసిటీస్ ఆఫ్ లైఫ్ అండ్ నాట్ మోర్ ఆర్ లెస్ దెన్ దట్ యా సో దిస్ ఇస్ వన్ పాయింట్ విచ్ స్ట్రైక్ స్ట్రక్ మీ ఇస్ నాట్ లెస్ దెన్ దట్ ఆల్సో so you should not even <laughs> negate the bare necessities the yeah I, yeah that's a good point the no, where we ignorance it's maybe because they're trying to be austere right yeah too much of austerity will be in ignorance wow. austerity which is done for devotional service is in mode of goodness but if you do austerity which is harming you and people yeah, you should not harm you, that's not in devotion that is in ignorance but why will anybody fall into a pit like that to harm one that's why if in the mode of ignorance they beat themselves what is that but that that's is not, not like a, that's not material necessity per se right no but I'm austerity no, i'm talking about like less than that less than that oh. where they say you know i don't want to take care of my body also yeah their basic basic necessity is to take maintain this body like hippies hippies were in ignorance that they would they had renounced everything they don't even want to take baths they don't even want <laughs> to eat good food so you know yeah. that is false renunciation that is ignorance mm. but that can also be a relative term how much you need is your own call right yeah that's true no follow shastras there is no 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 that's okay what she's saying is okay she's agreeing your point now she's talking about different topic she's telling how do we know what is needed for me that's definitely re- of course there is goals are set ideals in the shastra yeah and with compared to that everybody is a different level different position how so much we, we can take from yes. that is again uh, up to us and how much you yes. want to take it quickly mm-hmm. how quickly you want to do it that's up to how we gradually do it guru 50% we need to donate guru sadhu mm-hmm. shastra is a checkpoint for everything for every yeah. spiritual decision that's what a guru maharaj says guru sadhu shastra like how much you have to do how much you have to withhold you have to go by these checkpoints see that's what i'm worried about my mom being a jain right so my mom is still okay she's kind of very flexible with you know the situation and the circumstances around us like over here we take aloo jains don't even take aloo and uh, carrot and all right but yeah. she kind of takes okay because you know obviously she can't help it but uh, there are a lot of jains who are strict followers of jainism yeah. they like you know they will not like take bath because it will not take bath oh you don't know they oh. take bath only once or two uh, uh, twice a week oh really why they and all they do is just use washcloth and wipe off yeah why because they think the more they uh, water they consume oh, the yes. more uh, uh, bacteria that are living in there are getting killed and they don't want to be a party to killing oh so you know things like that so i mean to yes. that extent they do the austerity and then they'll do tapasya like for a month they will not eat uh-huh. they will not even take jal and why? water also why 
uh, it's just austerity. Okay. To so purify themselves, you know. Okay. Like yeah, that's not. Uh, yeah, that's not for everything. They have a reason attached. Okay, you know, okay. Oh, we don't want to be a party to violence. We don't want to do this. Yeah, thing. yeah. So this is they follow the shastras laid out in Jainism. Okay. Right. Yeah. But again, like you're saying, right? You're uh, in trust. They are being stopped by somebody to get liberated again, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if that path is helping, I don't know what the Jainism. What's the goal of Jainism? You know, will they give us give them you know prema for the Lord or? Is it going to lead them to, you know, voidism or impersonalism? Jainism is a path of austerity and tapasya. Just for the sake of devotion. Yeah. Just for the sake of what's the goal? Nothing. Just for the sake of voidism. They think voidism. Exactly. Okay. Mayavadism. Mayavadism. Yeah. Yeah. Then. Is it is it not like Rishabdev? Yeah. 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 Rishabdev is their actual Tirthankara. But there is a false Rishabdev also. Prabhupada talks about there are two types of. But that is Kapila, right? Kapila, yeah, Kapila. Rishabdev is one of like they say incarnation. Rishabdev is one of like they say incarnation. What happened? We don't know about that. So yeah, but Prabhupada says Jainism is primarily austerity, tapasya. Hmm. But Krishna says yad karosi yadasnani yad jahosi dasi yad. Whatever you do, austerity you do, do it for me. Hmm. If you're not doing it for Krishna, then it's of no use. Yeah, it's material. It's material. It's yeah. material. Yeah. It could cause destruction to the body yeah, or to yeah. the. Yeah. That's what they go to that extent. That extent. Yeah, but exactly. they say now that they get used to starving like that. They don't care. They say that we want to take minimal. So even fruits and all, they like restrict. Okay, instead of having ten fruits in a day, they'll only have two fruits. That's okay. There's just you know, there's something has to go in the mind, right? Some absorption should be there for somebody or the other. It's either sense gratification. Okay, let me enjoy, 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 enjoy. Or somebody, it's like, it's like you know, we were trying to want to absorb ourselves in Krishna. Okay, what should I do for Krishna? What should I do? But these people, it's like you know, who should I? Minimize, minimize, minimize. Some absorption should be there, but mm. that absorption, if it's not Krishna, that's what we'll end up in the next life. Very but simple. They are still pious. My Jain friend, she became a devotee. She took uh, initiation from Yamaharaj. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So there are a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. then the hardcore Jain yeah. is very hard, yeah. you know, to convince them yeah. about yeah. anything else. We can pray for them and we can, yeah. you know, yeah. share yeah. prasadam a little bit. That's the best way. Whatever minimal one fruit they eat, let them let them eat prasad. One grape we can give. I'm glad my mom is here, so I can serve them prasad. She's like, what? Boga, Okay, so let's continue quickly. Let's. Okay, let's continue this, please. So then, yeah, to accept more material enjoyment. Yeah. If one is that one I read much. To accept more material enjoyment means to bind oneself more and more to the miseries of material existence. More wealth, more women, and false aristocracy are some of the demands of materially disposed man because he has no information of the benefit derived from Vishnu worship. By Vishnu worship, one can derive benefit in this life as well as in life after death. The aim of life hmm. is to end the miseries of life and not to increase them. That's a very nice point. I feel <laughs> no, so nice. <laughs> the goal of life should be end, not to increase. You know, by adding more fuel. To the desires, we are not going to end the miseries. We are going to only increase them. That's the point. So next point, we can read even. Even for material enjoyment, there is no need to approach the demigods. The demigods are but servants of the Lord, and they are duty bound to supply necessities of life in the form of water, light, air, etc. We can directly approach Krishna for our material desires. 
मोक्ष काम उदारते तीव्र भक्ति ಕೃಷ್ಣಿಫೈಡ್ eating sucking his thumb thumb in the on the banana leaf mm-hmm. so that that mm-hmm. shlokas mm-hmm. glorifying so it is said that whoever reads that shlokas about krishna they will conceive came so, to huh? came to no no he gave, so he said then but i was hesitant you know oh prabhu is it not like you know kind of i want something that's why i'm reciting a particular shloka no i feel it's not really pure devotional service right i don't i'm not so inclined he said yeah that's true it's not pure devotional service but where will you go then do you want to approach kali or gali or durga and pray for pray to them to have a child what what where will you go i said oh yeah that's true i cannot go anywhere but i don't want to even pray to krishna like that then i, I didn't even pray to even to krishna I, so that's why i didn't pray like that mm-hmm. and some more in due course of time krishna's mercy so he tapped. was testing krishna was testing you, you see right <laughs> exactly yeah you, are you getting contaminated there also, you know? <laughs> yeah everything is a test and some example uh, this example shall pro- krishna only gives right where he stopped all the vrajavasis from worshiping uh, indra because he wanted to teach a lesson to indra and then at the end he protected all the vrajavasis and he made sure that you know there is no harm and he gave an example that how we just they are doing duty indra is giving a duty of giving the rain so you don't need to specifically glorify him you know make him happy and you know appease him in order to do his duty <laughs> duty he has to do anyway okay so the next one over oh, this is a very nice point even if krishna breaks our hearts we should never leave his lotus feet wow so this point what prabhupada is saying is see we don't need to approach the gods even if we feel krishna is not reciprocating still there is no need to go to somewhere else so this is a point very crucial so about this point in even shikshashikam also mataji right? this is a very crucial point about devotion service is about chastity it's a very very important you know how we are showing our chastity towards the lord as we come across so many tests no are we choosing somebody else are we losing faith in him are we you know it should only increase our attachment towards him even despite so many obstacles or reversals so many things which we go through it should never let us deter away from our worshipful lord you know that's a test so that's why even if we breaks our hearts if we can read, read this story when you go home that story talks about incident how gopis they gave everything to krishna you know the rasalila they enjoyed with krishna or rather you know they enjoyed for krishna's pleasure you know they came there for krishna the moment they came there krishna said you know with dead night all the young girls why are you coming here who called you why did you come here 
then they all looking down they very nicely described looking down and with the their thumb of their uh, feet they are you know scratching the floor you know they the girls do right shyly no oh, it's like like that they are doing like that and they were thinking no krishna you called us what do you mean you know why we came here we came here to you know give you pleasure so anyway after the debate they had their pastime everything and after suddenly when they he noticed krishna that all of the girls are getting proud just he left like that and he left left that place then all the girls were so um, you know bewildered and there was so much anxiety where is krishna where is krishna they searching everywhere and everything like that but they never for a moment think okay now krishna is not my lord that's that's the that's the point about love even if that's what proper says last words as mataji is saying ashrishava padartam pinastumam adarshanan marmakatam harotuva eta tata vavitatu lampato ಕೃಷ್ಣ that's what it means love love means whatever happens see there is one nice definition i heard about love i can share it says there love means there is every reason to break the relationship but you still keep the relationship that is love especially we can see between husband and wife right or any you know between spiritual master and disciple after some time we feel okay my spiritual master not responding to my mails something whatever there is every reason to break the relationship but you still keep the relationship that is real love Okay the last point we'll read there is only one there religion there is only one religion in the world to be followed by one and all and that is bhagavat dharma or the religion which teaches one to worship the supreme personality of godhead and no one else worshiping the multi demigods for material gains is practically a per- perversity of religion kaitava dharma yeah we read that in yeah. 1.2 one should work hard and worship the supreme lord by the fruits of one's hard labor for existence and that should be the motto of life yeah that's what mataji was telling right etkado etkaroshi etdashnashi so one should work hard give one should be careful to execute occupational service with faith in god in the proper way and that will lead one gradually on the progressive march back to god mm-hmm. so whatever duty we are situated in we will do it best way with faith then continually we can make progress towards spiritual uh, you know krishna so these are the points from these two verses are talking about that even if we have desires we don't need to approach demigods but we can go to krishna that's why we entitled this um, notes as just worship krishna mm-hmm. now that's fall fits in the theme theme of the whole thing we discussed yeah that's what i had to share any questions or comments anybody wants to share mathi ji one question there i like i wanted to ask but see here even even prabhupada said like we, we cannot keep as god consciousness we should keep as krishna consciousness then why sometimes we notice that we go every other possible way to attract people here in our mm-hmm. temple or in our things the way we do why mm-hmm. we have to go do do kali puja and call people or do some puja we are doing kali puja no i'm just telling like oh, we, we, we do the diwali celebrations for lakshmi puja sometimes we do lakshmi puja for sure so why we have to go that way to preach people hmm. like what the hellas prabhu says is yeah. once we, if we go in their way there were people might 
turn to our way like no we but cannot is not influence our going back um it's going motivation which is uh, which defines what you are doing right yeah. and in our case what we do is we keep the demigods in their constitution position we not we don't elevate, we don't them, elevate them but we respect them equally at their position that's the reason uh, you know shivratri we celebrate yeah. or we will do lakshmi narayan or ganesh puja yeah but that we do just because we are giving them respect mm-hmm. and okay one side effect is that people more people get attracted so it's more like outreach program that you know people who come will eventually take to krishna bhakti so but we are not saying that they are god mm. we are still saying we still, krishna we conscious we still respected their uh, yeah. Yeah. position so we, we are not going against to prabhupada no, no no not at all mm. i mean least of all like you know devotees who are prabhupada's disciples yeah they are very strict about prabhupada's outreach program but prabhupada uh, himself encouraged festivals like these outreach programs even yoga programs I was listening to lectures where you know Prabhupada's disciples have said these were encouraged that we should have yoga programs because people get attracted to yoga yeah. and then they will gradually listen to Krishna Bhakti and they will come to Krishna Bhakti. Yeah. So yeah, even Hari Das Prabhu said couple of times that's what yeah. yoga committed. But that's what I was not clear because when in lecture Prabhupada mentioned that we will just put Krishna. So yeah. are not no, we are only celebrating those festivals. We are not worshiping exactly the same yeah. God worship they are doing. Right? We are only just celebrating to attract people, to attract people. Yeah. Okay. Any questions or comments? Otherwise, it's fine, right? We can end here. Yeah. All the rest should be